You will fail. So what? Everybody does. But your gym, your watch, your yoga pants, they pretend you won't. So when you miss a day, eat the pancakes. Give up on a workout? You failed? Seriously, what the hell? We're body. We've been a part of that too, but not anymore. At body, we're rejecting perfection and embracing reality. Not in a pizza Monday kind of way, in a loving your whole life kind of way. In a, this workout is fun and it's okay if I take a week off kind of way. In an, I'm eating healthy and it's okay if I indulge kind of way. In a, I like myself no matter what kind of way. Yeah, you will fail. We all will. But we're not going to let that be the end. You see that? We're already making progress. So let's keep going. We are body. Start your free trial at body.com. That's B-O-D-I dot com. Hi, I'm Abby. And I'm Vanessa. And you're listening to Real Moms of Bravo, a weekly podcast where we break down your favorite Bravo shows in 30 minutes or less. And we just finished watching Pump. I feel like this is becoming a little bit of like our our standard. As soon as Pump ends, we jump on to record. Uh, And this episode, I'm going to give it a B minus. I was expecting more. Yes, me too. And I feel like you and I have such a love for Pump. I always tell people that Pump is such a great show if they don't watch Bravo. And I feel like I am disappointed with this season overall so far. I know there were like, there were a few really good episodes. Um, but I feel like a lot of it, it's like you see the previews and those are really the best part of the episode. And you watch the episode and you're like, Oh, I could have skated by skipping this week and just watching previews. And I would have figured it out. Um, I mean, there were a few things that we didn't know about. Like I did not realize that Carter and Kristen were (laughs) such a bad relationship. I mean, that's probably why we haven't seen them because they probably, the producers only probably have footage of them fighting is my yeah. guess. Um, so we won't be seeing wedding bells for them anytime soon. Which, I mean, I don't think I ever thought that saw them going down. The, I'm going down the aisle because I mean, she did cheat on him. I think twice, possibly. Yeah, I, I don't remember. I, I, part of me, like, there's obviously something about Kristen that people like because she is part of the Witches of WeHo and I feel like in this episode, I don't get it. You don't really see, I don't get the appeal. No. And I also feel like if it wasn't for, so let's say Stasi like gets married and leaves the show. I think Kristen's done. Like Kristen's nothing without Katie and Stasi. Yeah, I agree. But she does bring the entertainment. She does. And like on this trip, as we're going to see, I mean, her crazy and her just like sheer like I get like embarrassed anxiety for her uh no one else really does that other than Sheena saying awkward things so she is like the needed train wreck for this show yes for sure uh, um what do you think about the engagement party let's so let's talk about Jackson Brittany so they're go- they're at their engagement party site which is beautiful it looks like where people probably have a wedding their engagement party budget is probably what most people, maybe like a little less than what most people spend on their wedding, but they ha- are spending $14,000 on this engagement party. Which is so dumb. So, it's so dumb. And I was like thinking like, Kevin and I never had an engagement party. I feel like we went to a bar to celebrate you and Kyle getting engaged. You yeah. You to like Kilkenny's maybe? Yes. Yes. We went to yeah. Kilkenny's. I feel like any engagement party, I just threw one for my girlfriend Caroline this summer and I just like got a dinner reservation and ordered a couple bottles of wine and appetizers. But I mean, it's 
I don't think you spend that much. It's not a blown much. out affair. Yeah. And people throw it for you. That's the other thing I was going to say. Like, I thought true, I've been to actually a true engagement party um, where it's like really fancy and it was like a friend's um, parents' friend threw it at their house. And it was like catered, it was super nice. I doubt they spent $14,000 on it, but like the couple didn't pay for it. It's like what people do for you, like a shower. You don't pay for your own shower. No. So it's, and it'll be interesting. And I didn't realize, I mean, it shouldn't surprise me, but Brittany is like a Disney princess. Yeah, I know. She's just like a little girl trapped in a, a grown woman's body. Yeah. She's... I mean, the curly hair doesn't help in the interviews. That's like, I keep thinking of like I think a little Taylor... princess. I keep thinking Taylor Swift in that like pink dress with a guitar. Like yes. ever since you told me that, I'm like, oh my gosh, Taylor Swift. For but, um, sure. I also, I was happy to see that they were going to couples therapy, but I just want to clarify for anybody watching who's not Catholic. Um, the Catholic church doesn't make you go to couples therapy. Like Jax was saying, they make you go to like wedding prep sessions, which teaches you how to be like married in the Catholic church's eyes, which is basically just like produce a bunch of kids. But um, like, I like how he was telling people like the Catholic church makes you get couples therapy and they're sitting down with this like therapist. Um, but isn't it with a priest? It's with a priest. Yeah. Usually it's with yeah, a priest. I was going to say, yeah. you're usually not seeing like a therapist. No. It's with a priest. And it's really and it's like, like a couple sessions, right? It's either like a full day course or you break yeah, it we out. Yeah, like we did like a weekend. We did like a weekend course and it was like, I think it was like six to eight one night. And then it was like one to four in the afternoon. It's really not much. And it was actually fun because we saw a bunch of people in you there. But um, I was really glad that they went to therapy. And I think... I hope they have a long engagement after seeing their therapy session. Cause I think Brittany has a lot she wants to work through and Jax just wants to close that chapter and just move forward because he's changed. He can't say why he's changed, but he's just changed. Yeah. And the thing is like watching that, I, he's such a dick to her. Like he didn't let her talk. And truly like, I think you can move forward and still rehash the past. I think you have to, especially with a marriage and a healthy relationship. You don't want it to be like five years from now and Brittany's bringing up the cheating again, or anytime he goes out with just his friends that she has some intense anxiety about what he, what he's going to do. Um, so I don't know. I'm, I'm hopeful that I'm glad they're doing it. I agree with you. I'm really glad they're doing it. I hope, I hope they get through it. I'm not a Jax fan, but, you know, if Brittany's happy, good for them. But we'll see what happens. Yeah, I'm, uh, I will be shocked if they're getting married next season. Uh, the, I think, I don't want to say my favorite part of the episode because it, like, was so sad and it was really hard to watch. But I think maybe the most, like, real thing that's happening right now uh, on Pump is James and his mom. Oh, my gosh. And I, I feel like... I'm glad that I'm not glad. I'm not glad that James is going through this. I am glad that he's kind of peeling some layers and letting people in a little bit. So you can kind of understand him more and why he is the way he is. I feel like I like want to give James just like a big hug. And um, like I never really was his biggest fan. And after watching all this, I just think like I can see why he's the person he is. I think it's so heartbreaking. He's sending his mom all this money She's unappreciative and she just turns it around and is like, you had, you went to an expensive boarding school. You went to nice trips. Your first steps were in Tiffany's. It's like her way of measuring being a good parent isn't supporting your kids emotionally and encouraging them and helping them be adults. It's like snobby, tangible things that like are like for social climbers. 
Yeah, and also, he didn't ask for any of that. Like, I'm sure when he was one years old, he's not like, hey, mom, yeah, take me to t- Tiffany, yeah. Tiffany's. I better walk like, in Tiffany's or else. Yeah. yeah. Like, I'm, I doubt he asked for any of the vacations or anything like that. So it's just really, really disgusting. And as, I mean, you and I are moms. Like, I could never, ever, ever imagine looking at me and having, saying those words. Like, it's just gross. No. And like, I was like shaking the way she was talking to them and how she was talking. I'm like, she's minimizing all of his feelings. She's so unappreciative. Uh, I just like, it's just like the most heartbreaking thing. And I think for any of us moms out there, when you think like, I lost my cool, I have no patience. I need to appreciate like being a mom more, just save this episode and watch it. And you can be like, okay, probably not doing that bad. Cause I mean, she, I'm actually surprised that James isn't a bigger mess seeing all of this. Yes, for sure. For sure. I mean, I don't know. I, he's got good people around him, like Tom and Ariana. And even though Raquel's a little robotic, clearly she seems to be a good influence on him. Um, I don't know. It, and Lisa, Lisa's rooting for him as well. So I, we are rooting for James, and I hope he is continually continuing to do well. It, it did piss me off too watching his mom talk to Lisa about getting his brother a job I know. because I'm like, is this so you can have money? So your kids are like paying for your life. Like, it's just I'm like, sure. where are you, where's your job? Why aren't you working the hostess dance? And I also, when she brought her dog in, I'm like, if you have no money, why did you get a dog? Like dogs are expensive. I I, she just drives me nuts. I really like, I try not to judge other moms. Like, I think cause it's a hard job, but uh, I completely think she did is, doing a horrible job being a mother and she oh, really she's, she's the shit yeah she's not the shit in a good way yeah, <laughs> she's exactly. a, she's shit she is shit she's not the shit um but I also love so it's like we go through this heavy part and then it cuts like right to like Lala being like we're on the PJ and none of us paid for it um they did a lot of drinking for a 20 minute flight I was impressed yeah I mean I guess why not I mean I'm sure they got there a little early too just to enjoy being on the pj yeah and all their pictures and stuff that we've seen on social media already i was loving lala because everything she was saying is like what all of us think in these situations like when she got into her cute little suite she's like i'm gonna instagram the shit out of this and like that would be my thought when i go on like a vacation to a place like that but i won't say it because i don't want people to be like oh my god live in the moment don't be caught up in social media and lala just puts it out there and i loved it oh yeah i kind of like how unapologetic she is about the pj like, there's a fine line between it being kind of annoying and, like, okay, you're bragging, but I think she's, over like, being extra on purpose. I Yeah, I do love it, too. I also love that this was the first time she kind of explained her sobriety. I didn't realize it had to do with a crazy drunken thing, event. She, in interviews, I said it's after her dad passed, she realized she was drinking too much to cope. But maybe that event was kind of the straw that bo- um, broke the camel's back for her. Yes. Yes. But she broke a hurricane proof window. I kind of want to know more about that. I I do too. And she was naked. And I, like <laughs> all this is so bad, but all I'm thinking is like, do you, do you have to get stitches? I mean, how do you fall through a window naked? That's kind of what I was thinking too, actually. It's like And like where did you have to get stitches? Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> I'll, let, I'll let our listeners uh think about that one for a little bit. So all in all not the best episode was I'm hoping Atlanta came through for us. So was Atlanta good? No, Atlanta was good. Atlanta was, so there was finally the bachelorette party. So the girls went to Tokyo to celebrate Eva's bachelorette. Um, So at the bachelorette night, they, it was like kind of pajama pajama lingerie theme. 
And so all the girls are wearing like cute, like silk kimono robes and Candy is the only one who shows up in like a two set pajama set, like legit. That would be me. Pajamas. That's how I sleep. I like wear pajama sets. Yeah, I do too sometimes. (laughs) But I, that would totally be me. If you say pajamas, I'm going to wear like. I actually thought about when they did their girls night in and they were all wearing like cute lingerie. I'm like, oh, I would have gone the totally wrong direction with that. And like came like sweatpants and an oversized t-shirt. Oh, same, same. Um, so then at the party, it was a little awkward. So Tanya and Nini had a confrontation that kind of got blown out of proportion. So Nini, so Tanya has been engaged to Paul for a little bit. And Nini is basically, they're at this temple when they were talking about your good fortune. And Nini implied that he may not be the one she ends up with. Oh. Which was a little like, yes. So Tanya took it one way. She's like, I'm not saying it's not going to be him and just saying you may not end up with him. And she was saying, Nini was saying she was reading into it too much. So Tanya confronted her. And then at the party, like, Nini is not someone you want on your bad side because it's all on her face. Like, have you ever been in a situation? Luckily, I've not been the person of this. But when you're in a room with two people who do not like each other. Yes. And one person, like, is showing it all on their face. I love it. I, I, like, I, I, like you, I've never been on the receiving end. Thank God. Um. But watching it from afar, it's like, oh, my God. I can see, like, hate just, like, in the stairs. Seething. Yeah. Yeah. It's like Seething laser beams. out of her. Yes. Laser beams. So it was, it was funny <laughs> and awkward. But then it got what really made it awkward. They got a stripper. Oh. Um, which you should watch because it's so uncomfortable. And he was wearing socks. He didn't speak any English. Have you ever uh, had a stripper? Yeah. Um, it's, I, it's so it's weird. Hilarious. It's yeah. the funniest thing ever. I two different times. Uh, my friend's twenty first birthday at Mizzou. Really? She Who? had a stripper, Colleen. Oh, okay. She got she got one. Um, it was the funniest thing ever. The guy was drunk, skinny, redhead. It was super awkward. Like, no, it was just funny because it was uncomfortable. And then the second time, I went to the Thunder Down Under in Vegas. Oh, that would've been fun. And my grandmother, um, Kyle's grandma. No. My Kyle's grandma. Your she, grandmother-in-law? Grandmother-in-law. Oh I didn't my know what you, what you say. So she, the, the one of the um, Thunder Down Under guys took her glasses that she had on and stuck, him, stuck them down his pants. No. Was she mortified was, or did she love it? Oh, she loved it. Oh and I, I, was, I just love, I don't know, when I'm uncomfortable like that, I can't stop laughing. So it was hilarious and great. How about you? Uh, well, we had a very scandalous uh, stripper at Pi Beta oh, yes. Phi. Yes. And we got caught. But he would wear, uh, we had the same guy two years in a row. We actually didn't realize it. We thought we were booking with a different group and got the exact same guy. Like, I was dying when he walked through the door. Um, <laughs> but he would wear a <laughs> American flag thong and his finale song was Creed, Take Me Higher. Oh, my God. <laughs> uh, what was his name? I don't even remember. I think his name was Chad. Oh, um, that sounds like a Chad. Yeah. I mean, he was, but like as a senior, you had to get a lap dance. And I remember going first. Cause he would, I remember from the past, he sweats a lot. I'm like, well, I don't want to be the last one and getting his sweaty body all over me. Um, and his package like whooshed past my face oh. and it felt like a balloon. So he inflated. Oh my God. <sighs> 
And oh, I've never seen God. a stripper ever since then, and I never really have a desire to. Oh, you need to at least go to like Thunder Down Under. Yeah, that's not like real stripping to me. No. But, but they're like attractive in like what you picture. Yeah. Them. And they probably don't include any Creed songs, I would imagine. No, 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 no. So at the so at the bachelorette party, after the stripper, Tanya was like, let's dress up like Harajuku dolls. You know those um Oh yeah, I think of uh Gwen Stefani. Gwen Stefani. Yeah. yeah. And everyone's like, This is stupid. We're not little kids. So they decided to take Japanese um pickles, which are skinny and <laughs> long. And show their favorite um, sex positions with them. This is getting really weird. Yeah. I, <laughs> I can tell by the styles. It was actually pretty funny. And I feel like it was weird watching on TV. But I have a pretty, I have a raunchy group of girlfriends and I could totally see that happening. I could see Kelly like cam- initiating it. Oh, yeah. I could see it happening without cameras around and you're like yeah. laughing and a couple of drinks. No in. offense, but Kelly. Ca- you're like one of my favorite people. She's yes. listening. <laughs> yes. Yes. Um, so then they got out, they went out and went to the club. The cameras weren't there, but the cameras did get footage of Marlo locked outside of her room at 4 a.m. And had to get hotel security, um, to get her in. It was hilarious. I, uh, I mean, I feel like I actually have done, no, I haven't, I've gotten lost in, uh, on like a resort, like campus for like a work event. I was so drunk, but I'm sure there'll come a time where this will be me. I've never done that. I was just, I was thinking about all my drunken shenanigans and I've never been locked out. At least that I can remember. Yeah. Um, so then the only other things that happened, so Nini had a heart, uh, kind of a breakdown. She basically acknowledges that she, she has a front that she has to be the strong one with Greg and their cancer and that he's changed. He's not who he was and he's lashing out on her and she's putting, everyone's like looking to her to, hold on all this weight and she just is like I'm tired I I can't do it it's really really hard and just kind of acknowledging that their marriage is not in a good place and she doesn't know what's going to happen so she from watching her and it's like I said I took a break from Atlanta so it's in this season watching it again she Nini I feel like is one of those people that definitely from the exterior you could be intimidated by her or think like she can, you don't want her to be on her bad side and all those things. But I think she's really a softie at heart. I, I think she, I don't know, but Greg did send her some flowers and a beautiful card saying that she wants her to reach into his heart again. And like, it was very, very sweet. So Are they I'm, together I'm, right now. Yes. In real life. Okay. As of now yes. in real time, I guess I should say. Yes. Okay. And so the last, this trip, I will say of any housewife trip that I can remember ended like on a very, very high note. So at the end of the trip at their last dinner, they all did highs and lows or like Bethany likes to say your rose and your thorn. But instead of it being about like the trip itself, it was like about your life. Oh. So like what's your high in your life and what's your low in your life. So everyone went around the table and then Candy apologized to Portia. Um, and it, it seemed very, very genuine and very sweet and such that she misjudged Dennis and that she's happy and that she's been there. So it was really, really uh, nice. But the mid-season preview, I guess this was kind of like the mid-season finale, the previews for the, the rest of the season looks insane. Like, I think it's going to like pick up. Oh, I'm excited now. Maybe I'll go yeah. back and watch. I keep saying that I'm going to, but I feel no, like New Jersey's on the way out. Um and even though we have Beverly Hills coming in, it's like I need more than just 
two house, like more than just one housewife city. Yes. Maybe pick up, like I'll let you know based on previews if you should tune in. Okay. Um, but speaking of New Jersey, I, so I don't think Mexico needed to be three span over three episodes. Um, no. And they built up that fight. If you saw the preview, that's all the fight was. It was literally like crazy. And I think there was some editing done because then all of a sudden they're all just going to their rooms. And even though Melissa was like worked up and called Teresa to talk, um, like to talk about what happened, I felt like there was like a chunk missing. Like, I don't know how all of a sudden that like Dolores and Jennifer are like about to fight. Melissa and Jennifer like almost fought before that. And then everyone just scatters about. Yes, exactly. And I always feel like in these moments, they show them traveling back. Yeah. yeah. Right. And they never Usually, did this time. Yeah. They never did yeah. show them like on the, like, even if it's like little airplane footage or something, I, there was like none of that. All of a sudden we're back in New Jersey. Yeah. I think something happened and I think they're not showing it because either like it was really bad or th- some things were said that could like, maybe they're worried about like some legal issues or something, but I feel like th- like something major was cut out and I would love to know what it was. Oh, same. Jennifer talking to Bill about the trip cracked me up because he is a robot. He shows no emotion ever. He like no emotion. The most it emotion is... he showed was when he was talking to the men, uh, like later in the episode. I mean, I think maybe because he saw those giant shrimp cocktail. I don't know. He just got really excited. But his face, like there's no emotion. It makes me laugh so much because he's like a robot. I, I, I want to know, know what he's like mad. Like, even in the next episode, it shows him being, like, annoyed at Jennifer for spoiling the kids. But his, like, his face doesn't change. Well, because he's got so much Botox. I was like, there's got to be something going on. Because, you know, people think that um, James's girlfriend, uh, Raquel, Raquel has a glass eye. (laughs) Oh. I don't know if you've heard the theories about this. Yeah. Yeah. I, like, I want to start a theory that Bill's really a robot. Yes. He kind of is. And, and I guess there's worse things to be than a robot. Yeah. I mean, uh, he seems to be making good money as a plastic surgeon. So he's, he can at least use his hands as a robot. Yes. Did you notice that his wallpapers in his room is the same as Envy? No. And I like saw your office? note and I went back and looked at it and you're completely right. It's like the exact same. It made me laugh. Maybe that's just all they have for wallpaper in New Jersey. I don't know. It's like black. What, what would you call that pattern? Uh, I don't know. Um, but it's like paisley, kind of. Yeah, it's like, but not quite. It's like, um, oh my god, I'm blanking on the word. We'll have to figure it. We'll out. figure it out, and we'll we'll make it one of our stories, so everybody else who's like trying to figure it out with us can have that resolution. Um, how about Jackie talking to her sister? I mean, if you haven't talked to somebody, and what what did she say, like? 13, 15 years. Yeah. And you just pick up like, hi, it's me. I've been wanting to call you. <laughs> oh, you've been wanting to call me too? Yeah, we oh. should get the kids together. I'm like, wait a minute. Like, <laughs> I feel like, I mean, we love Jackie and we've been giving her a lot of love, but clearly that was not their first time talking. No. Like, that was on for the cameras. Let me get my, like, get back next season type of or thing or deal but there's a lot of rumors she's not coming back to i don't believe them she's come out and said that they're not true but um i don't think she would have been at the baby shower if she was gonna be fired same because same andy made the list so oh really well they're saying he didn't but i think he did 
Oh. Or at least I'm sure he had a glance or some say in it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that part I was just like, okay, this seems like this is not really how it went down. Um, but so like, I think my favorite part of the show of this episode was we've been hearing about Margaret talk about how she wanted to make cancer gowns that were not so sad and depressing for little kids going through cancer. Wait, did I say cancer gowns? I meant hospital gowns. Yes. 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 I'm just like playing that in my head. Um, and so she did her big fashion show. Was it a fashion show or just a big like party to raise money for it? And no, it was she, a fashion show. Yeah. And they showed the new um, like clothes for the kids to wear while they're in the hospital. And the kids talked and her tears were really genuine. She kept choking up like at the fashion show before it in the, her um, interview, like confessional thing. And so I just think, you know, it really shows like she has such a big heart and I think it was really sweet and Maybe she starts some drama and maybe some of the people listening aren't the biggest Margaret fan. I love her, but I think you have to agree that like, she really is an amazing person for what she's doing with this charity. Oh yes. And I, I feel like she's talked about it a lot. And then her Polly from Oklahoma was there and, Polly. and they shared that passion together. And yes, I'm with you. We love Margaret. Um, and if you don't, like you said, what she's doing is a great thing. It was nice for the ladies to kind of acknowledge that for that night. Yeah. Kind of put aside the, the drama. Part. Yeah. And acknowledge that this is important. And seeing those kids' faces is everything. And it was so cute. It was really, really cute. Um, but I was dying that Jan. So she invited Jan and Jan's son. Uh, I forgot his name now. Brett? Brent? E, that sounds maybe right. I don't know. I'm probably completely off. It's probably like Jason. Um, but so Jan, her ex is there and I was dying. So Jan brings a date who was Joe's ex-girlfriend's best friend. Yes. Like, I feel like everybody is linked in New Jersey. I mean, the, the pool is small. Is that what you say? The I guess. Is small. Yeah. <laughs> but he, his Jan's girlfriend looks like Marge. Like he definitely has a type. I mean, he likes some blonde, really blonde. Yeah. Yeah. It was kind of crazy. Um, but I, okay. And I talked about the only time I actually saw emotion, um, from Bill. I love when all the men were gossiping about what happened in Mexico. Yeah. <laughs> it was pretty funny. Especially Joe was like, Oh, both the Joes. I, they were just cracking me up. Um, but I thought overall, like the episode, wasn't amazing and the finale is um this week so i'm looking forward to that but i think that those kids were like a nice reminder like to be thankful and even though we love all the drama i think it was a really good episode to see what marge has been doing and just just to kind of shed light on some of the good that she's trying to put out into the world yes i agree 110 percent. and next week's episode i really really hope that the producers don't just show us everything in the previews because it'll be kind of disappointing. I'm actually kind of surprised they showed the pool. I cannot uh, wait to see Marty pool. get pushed to the pool. And then I love there's a, they like put out like the subtitles or put it in font. Danielle being like, who pushed my husband into the pool? I just think like, I've never heard that phrase at an adult party and I can't wait. Uh, it's going to be so good. So now we've come to that time in our show where we do our favorite thing, which is our shout out. And this week's shout out goes to... The sweetest little baby there is, which is Andy's brand new son, Benjamin Allen Cohen. He is darling. The little 
picture. I shouldn't say the little pictures. Um, the pieces of him that we have seen. Little hands are so sweet. His hair. He has got like a full head of hair. Um, Andy seems to be glowing and it just uh, warms my heart. And you're, I mean, with Hewitt being there five months old like I'm sure you can think about him I know smaller I was like part of me is like oh Andy like I wish we were like legit friends so I could like give you some tips and stuff but it's like it's so sweet to see him to be like so excited to be a dad and there's a really sweet post that he showed um there was a picture of him with his friend who had a little girl and he was that little girl's godfather and then it showed then the friend is going to be Ben's godfather and it was just I mean, you could just see Andy was so excited to, like, share that moment with a fr- his friend. And it's just, I don't know. It's really heartwarming seeing this side of him. But yes. I, I'm thinking we're not going to see a whole lot of Benjamin. I have a feeling that he's going to try to keep his son a little bit protected and private. Because he doesn't really like talking about his private life already. Um, so I can see this being something he doesn't share too much of. I feel like if he does, he'll do it in a very... And I hate, I hate that I'm using the word calculated, but it's the only word I feel like will describe it, but he'll do it with a people magazine cover interview, like where he has control of his content. For sure. Yeah. The bits and pieces that we see on social media, like in like, like that. It's going to be very precise. Like it's not going to be just like, Oh, I'm doing an Instagram story and whoops, there's my kid running around in the back. Like, I think he's going to be very careful about how the world sees little Benjamin. Yes. Um, so sweet. But yeah, like we're hoping maybe by next week we'll have a little bit more to talk about with little Benji. Um, yeah. So if you haven't already, please follow us on Instagram. We have so much fun content and memes. Abby and I are new at the meme game. It's so fun. <laughs> but it's so much fun. So feel free to give us a follow at Real Moms of Bravo. With our podcast, thank you so much for listening. We love doing this. So if you haven't already, please give us a five-star rating. And if you love us even more, leave us a review and subscribe. And we will catch you next week. Hi, I'm Allie Raisman. I've been living with migraine for a while. As an athlete and gymnast, I was taught to just power through the pain. Now I use Ubrelvi or Ubrojapan to treat my migraine attacks. As soon as I feel a migraine attack, I take Ubrelvi, which provides me with quick relief. Once I get relief, I go on with my day. I'm partnering with Ubrelvi to share my migraine story. Ubrelvi quickly stops migraine in its tracks within two hours without worrying where you are. Most people had quick pain relief within two hours. Ubrelvi treats migraine attacks in adults and is not for prevention. It's available by prescription only. Do not take Ubrelvi with strong CYP3A4 inhibitors. Tell your healthcare provider about all the medicines you take. Most common side effects are nausea and tiredness. My hope is that by sharing my migraine story and the relief I get from Ubrelvi, it can help someone else. Ask your doctor about Ubrelvi, the anytime, anywhere migraine medicine. Learn more at ubrelvy.com or call 844-4-U-B-R-E-L-V-Y. Sponsored by AbbVie.